Hi, I'm Megan Dibby and welcome to my podcast, Class and Session. In this podcast, I'll be discussing social injustice issues and everything to do with activism and allyship. If that's your jam, tune in every Friday. Hi everyone, welcome back to Class in Session. It's been a while, sorry for the long hiatus. Um, I had a lot going on, a bitch got COVID. I know, (laughs) (laughs) a sad moment in time. It's okay, we will not dwell on that. But, um, you know, I'm back on my bullshit, I'm here. Today, today's episode is a special one because I do have a guest with me. Everyone say, I don't know why I was going to say everyone say hi to Lula. This is not a talk show. Everyone welcome (laughs) to Lula. Hi everyone, it's nice to be here Megan. Ah, thank you for being here, I appreciate this. Um, But yeah, I got Tula here with me because she's been doing a lot of work at school for Black History this October and you know, we just wanted to talk about the lack of effort specifically, you know, that's put towards Black History Month, like barely anything is done in October for Black History. Yeah, and and every year it seems to be decreasing. Literally, like, I don't know how they're getting away with it. It's not making sense. It's not, I don't know. I'm telling you, it's because of the government. Like, I swear now they've made it illegal to teach, like, terms like white privilege and stuff like that. Um, They've, like, I don't know how to explain it, but they don't want it to be Black History Month anymore. They want mm. it to be Diversity Month. Oh, we're going to get into that. Oh, we just have yeah. to talk about, guys. But, yeah, I want to start off by saying Happy Black History Month, even though the month is kind of coming to an end. Oh well. Oh well. And we you know, enjoyed it. Exactly. It's Black History Month every month around here, period. For real. I think we should start off with talking about why Black History Month is important. Okay. Would you like to start? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, for me personally, I think October is important because it gives us a chance to celebrate. Like aside education, it gives us a chance to celebrate just being black, being black British, just being black, period. For real. And I I feel like it definitely um gives us the recognition that we deserve Mm. and it lets us teach and then also be taught about our history and our cultures and why we're here today. Exactly. And what made us who we are. Yeah. And like I just hate how like as a collective, like people, the UK in general are trying to take something so special away from us. Yeah, they're like demonizing it to make her look like we like cut everyone out of it yeah and it's like a really like being black is like exclusive mm, and we don't let anyone worst. else celebrate like that's exactly how they're making it seem yeah like we're which saying, is like oh, not yeah, the case uh, at all mm, like this is a black owned club you're not welcome here like we never yeah that. like obviously being black is one of the like biggest p- privileges in the world but we're not saying that, like, people can't enjoy Black history as much mm. as us. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Like, it's been made clear that everybody is allowed to partake. Yeah, exactly. Like, we've never once said, you know, you're this, you're that, so you can't join in. Like, if mm. anything, we embrace other other cultures trying to learn about us and our history. Yeah, exactly. And, like, education-wise, I feel like Black History Month just gives schools a chance to teach something other than the same white history, European history that they've been teaching for years. Yes. Uh, this is this is the, the <laughs> thing. Like, the way they, they teach white history is if white people were God's gift. Mm! Like, oh, let them know. As if, as if 
all the colonizing mm. and the stealing from other countries was the white person's right. Exactly. And the how, genocide that they've committed. Literally, the raping, the pillaging, mm. the stealing, all of that. And then they're being, you know, treated like kings, like, oh, yeah, Columbus, this. Yeah. Uh, like Francis Drake, that. Excuse yeah, me. discovered America. Like, they basically, they paint them out to be good people when history says otherwise. Exactly. Like, if you really do your research. Mm. But the thing is, people won't do their research. That's and the that's, thing. that is the problem. It's the yeah. ignorance. Because they don't want to know the truth. They don't want to yeah. face the facts that the people that they've grown up idolising are mm. actually horrible people. Exactly. And that's the problem. That's, no, literally, it's so true. And I feel like, even, like, not even just in, like, during Black History Month. I feel like all year round, we need to have, like, a more diverse curriculum. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I've really had enough of being taught the same thing. Oh, I'm so and, bored of it. Like, and that's the thing, because it's what leads to people's ignorance, because yeah. they, from a young age, they're taught all these things that mm. just aren't true. And I feel like if they started teaching a more diverse curriculum when children are younger, like literally yeah. in primary school, yeah. and they teach them the whole of primary school and secondary school, then there wouldn't be the amount of racism that is today. Yeah, I think so, because education is literally where we start. And like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like even with that, every single time schools do decide to teach black history, they always regurgitate the same shit. Like they'll talk about Martin Luther King and Paul Day. Yeah. Rosa Parks, uh, all this stuff. But mm. that's, that's the problem. That's why we were focusing in school about like UK. Yeah, like the black, black British, British Like black British. Because yeah. being black is from, and you like being from the UK and being mm. black and being from America, they're two different experiences completely. Yeah. Like you literally... That's why it's so hard to celebrate Black history in the UK because mm. we're taught the same things about the same Americans, the same movements. Like, mm. But we're never actually taught about like uh, yeah. the things that happen in the UK. And then exactly. they act like, oh, the UK is innocent. The UK oh, is, is never as bad as America because we didn't have this, we didn't have that. When in reality, like we're just as bad we've had things exactly. we just, it's just not as as widely publicized because obviously mm. america kind of controls all of the media around the world so they get their their history out but what happened to the black british people in the uk like mm. that's always overlooked yeah that's literally why i like i personally think like the lack of teaching about like black british stories is exactly why so many white british people don't believe that black people face systemic barriers in the uk yeah, exactly. Because then, like, they're not taught about it. Because mm. all these white girls in our school, like, they don't know the privilege they have. They don't. Like, they and they will probably never know because they refuse to see it. Because yeah. their whole lives, they've they've they'll go through a struggle, but it will, won't even compare to that of someone who's black. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They just so live their never lives really in the understand. Yeah, in complete mm. ignorance. Because they do yeah. think ignorance is bliss, but it's not when other people are having to deal with the stuff that you can't even fathom. Imagine, exactly. They go through. It's like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? They just, they fail to recognise how the UK has also played a huge role in like slavery, colonialism and upholding white supremacy just because we're not taught it at school when we should be. Yeah, that's, that is the main problem. It's the mm. education. The education system 
in the UK is severely lacking. It fails black like, people one hundred percent. Like a hundred percent. Like they they completely overlook black British people, Caribbeans, Africans. That's yeah. why we are statistically the lowest performing um ethnicity groups yeah. in and the like, schools. We're more likely to get excluded because of the racism in schools. Of like, course. Exactly. There's a whole there's like a huge problem with um the UK education system that no one they people don't want to recognize people are like oh you know it's okay like oh here we talk about um rosa parks we talk about mlk it's fine racism doesn't exist anymore it's only in america what do you mean black people are more likely to face systemic disadvantages here that's not true in the uk we all love each other blah 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 stupid propaganda shit yeah exactly because they try and cover up the real the truth of the mm. uk and that is the uk is racist exactly 100 percent Exactly. One, there's no doubt about it. Every single black child that will go through the UK education system mm-hmm. will experience multiple, not even one, multiple um, events of black of um, microaggressions. Yes, um, Ooh, the racial racial gaslighting, all of that. Like mm-hmm. there's there's no chance that a black child in the UK will not go through some sort of racism at school. It's, it's imminent, hard. and that's the problem. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying, like, schools... First of all, schools need to have teacher training and they also need to do a better job at embedding black history in their curriculum. Like, school is a place for learning. We should be talking about... You know, people, we always talk about the importance of education. So what better place to teach students about black history and the atrocities of our country than in schools? Yeah, exactly. Like, that is the main issue. Mm. We need We need a more diverse curriculum that mm. is catered to every single person, not just the white British people yeah. who grow up living in this bubble and, you know, never really having to deal with much struggle. Mm. And, that, and the, the problem is, though, when you say that white people, you know, don't struggle as much as black people, mm. they immediately think Get that you're saying that they don't struggle at all. And I'm not saying that. I'm saying that black people will have the same struggles of you as you Mm. as well as literally being discriminated against because of their colour of the skin, something that they can't change at exactly. all. Exactly, exactly. And that is the problem because white people, they think, oh, um, when we say, oh, how much we struggle, how much we deal with, we're invalidating their, their experiences. Struggles. Yeah. Like, we're not doing that. We're just saying we do have it worse. Mm. And I know like it's it, not It doesn't compare to what we face. But yeah. it's the truth. Yeah. Because black people... Like they they struggle on a daily basis, even if it's the tiniest things. Walking mm. down the street and you see people clutching their purses, you see people yeah. looking at you. Like that is something white people won't have to deal with. Exactly. They're they're just not black. Mm. Or when people like, we're make not weird saying comments you don't about struggle. Oh, it's when they touch your hair or they Ooh. ask you, "Oh, where are you from? You look exotic." Yeah, oh, I hate like that. the questions like that. Mm. Like first of all, don't touch my head. Do you know the <laughs> amount of girls in school? that have touched my hair oh no like they said oh it's so nice oh don't touch my hair don't touch my hair like what's the need someone once told me like a teacher told me um I remember like you know how I dyed my hair blonde yeah and they were like oh yeah it looks like food like I want to eat it I said (gasps) what the hell (laughs) no literally I tried to block out my memory no way how dare they i know it's like weird comments like that white people will never have to go through you never have to deal how can you look at hair and immediately like 
associate that with food. Mm, that's but it's just weird. It's, it's like definition of fetishization. Yeah, it makes because me like they, it's like they look at our hair, they look at our skin colors, they look at you know our our bodies, our features, our lips, mm. our noses, and it, they like it's like they don't see us as people; they see us as like things yeah. to look at. Exactly. And like marvel at, but it's it's not that's not it. Like, don't look at me. There's no need. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think schools need to put a lot more effort into teaching about black history because there's so much we could be learning. There's the thing is, and um, do you know okay, do you know what is the worst thing about it as well? Mm. All they teach about is the struggle. Oh, which true. is a, a huge problem. Like all they teach about is slavery and you know the like the 1960s, Do they even teach that the movements yeah but like it's that they don't actually <laughs> teach it but like that's all we get taught do you know what I yeah mean? Like, yeah, that's all we ever I mean. like when you think about black people and like in history kind of all you think about is like slavery and then like yeah. um like the 1960s stuff like that mm. but they don't actually teach us about what happened before we were colonized which yeah. is which is the problem that like, they don't teach us about mm. you know the tribes that like, the kings we had mm. the amount of gold and jewels we had that was stolen from us yeah by um, queen lizzie i'm gonna I'm get her queen yeah. lizzie who still wears it on her head with chest mm-hmm. don't worry i'm gonna get her on, with chest lizzie is out here wearing our jewels like give <laughs> give, give them back they're not lizzie yours will know my Do you know what I mean? God, the moment that Charles puts our jewels on his head, I w- I'm holding a protest. Please. I do not want to see our jewels from our countries on his head. Literally, because I'll I will burn that place down happily, and I will I will walk out and I will own it with chest. Send me Period. to prison for the rest of my life. Okay, now I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Fuck. Please, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, they're going to take away our British citizenship, Tallulah, please. Oh, God, no, we're going to be deported. going to be knocking on our door. Nothing Windrush scandal. Ah! They're going to blame it on us. Going to hide our passports and burn all our, all our information. Literally. They'll be like, oh, like you they were never a British citizen. To the oh, Windrush generation. You. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, like, that is such an, uh, a huge problem. It's the fact that they don't teach us yeah. about our actual history. They don't teach us about the black inventors, the black scientists, they don't teach us about, you know, the black politicians, they don't teach us about any of that, they just teach us slavery, and then slavery was abolished by white people, and then, and then 1960s America, like, that's all we kind of learn, we don't learn about anything else, which is the problem, because now, black people are just kind of associated with struggle, which I don't want us to be associated with, they don't actually Mm. teach us how amazing we are, which is a huge Mm. problem. And, like, don't get me wrong, obviously, I think we definitely do need to acknowledge the struggles we go through today. But I just feel like it would also be so much better if we could also learn about, I don't know, like, black pioneers, like, um, black people in pre-colonial Africa, stuff like that. Yeah, like, and it's not even like there's nothing to learn about. Mm. Our history is so rich. Exactly. And there's so much to learn about. Because you have to think about, think about how huge Africa is. Exactly. And then think about the Caribbean as well. Like, it's Mm. not even, like, the amount of history they can squeeze from the tiny island that is the UK Mm. is astronomical compared to how many tribes and countries there are in Africa. as well as all the countries in the caribbean like if they can squeeze that much history from the tiny island that is the uk which is one of the most like uninteresting (laughs) places to ever to to ever (laughs) exist 
it's true then surely they can like they can get the tiniest bit of information and history from um africa and the caribbean like it's not a hard thing to do they're just lazy that's exactly it they are lazy they do not want to put any effort in and at this point it's 2021 there's no excuses like come on now there's no excuses like none this is we're at our technological peak like think about it there is so much that they can find out there's there's Mm. so many historians so many archaeologists there's so much they can do like I maybe I kind of understand a hundred years ago because that would have been harder to find stuff. But when we're at our peak, when it comes to technology and like social media yeah. and just the ability to to connect with people all around the world, mm. there is no excuses to not be teaching Black history all year round and having having it in the curriculum. I agree. There's so many resources out there: books, you know, movies, TV shows just documentaries even like there's i there's like a whole um i think like celebrating black stories section on bbc iplayer about like documentaries about black people in the past there's so much schools can do so much they can teach their students yes exactly but it's like okay this is this is this might be a a bit of a stretch but i don't think it is (laughs) but but just just listen to this to to my mindset what i think is happening all right so i think in schools Obviously, they deprive black students of learning about their own history and their own culture. And they subject them to learning about white history and Mm. white, you know, white inventors, all that stuff. So then it makes the the black student disinterested and they don't want to learn because it has nothing Mm. to do with them. They don't feel a connection. Yeah, I agree. So then when they're being taught this stuff, they're more likely to talk in class. They're more likely to, you know, mm. not really focus because they don't, it's not that they don't care. It's just they they possibly have the mindset of why am I learning this yeah. if I know this genuinely has nothing to do with me. Like the same so boring then that shit. Happens. And then obviously due to the lack of teacher training in when it comes to diversity, you have the, the teachers telling the students who aren't listening, who are most probably black that, you know, you're never going to, amount to anything you're Mm. lazy you're you're this you're dumb blah blah blah. so then it causes the the black student to to turn into alternatives to education because they think oh if I'm not gonna go to university I'm not gonna get a job I need to find another way and that that then that leads to other ways of making money for example you know drug dealing and all that stuff then it leads to more uneducated black people yeah it leads to more black people in crime more black people in prison and then it just lets the country run how it always has in which white people are put on a pedestal and white people are the ones succeeding in the highest paying jobs they're the lawyers the Mm. barristers the politicians and then as they grow these politicians continue to make decisions for themselves and their peers yeah. and not even think about the black people that you know had so much potential but after being told for so long that they're never going to amount to anything yeah did did what they thought was best for them and their family i feel like there's probably a study on what you were saying that like investigates there has to be yeah there has to be you know what i'm gonna that- make an mission to find it yeah, and then that's something we should bring up at school. Yeah, we we'll take it right to the head teacher mm. because if it if it's 
Like, if that's how it's... That's why I hate the government so much. Oh, we're going to get onto that. They, oh, they just don't care. They don't care. About anyone but themselves. At all. The which is... Oh, it bothers me. Mm. Like, but the problem is they are so smart. And I wish I, I that's the problem. I wish I could say they're not smart, but they are. Yeah, they know because what they're doing they, for sure. They, of course, they do, and they've been doing this for years, mm. and they've been getting away with it as well, yeah. which is an immense, an immense issue, because it's like they they just continue to to oppress us, mm. and then keep themselves in the top you know, three percent of the country as yeah. usual. And then they'll find their ways children. To justify it. Yeah, it's like it's their children that get the highest grades because they yeah. go to private schools and they yeah. have the money to pay for tutors. And they, and they go to of course and then they what go to places like Eton College and then they Ugh. go to, you know, the Russell group, they go to Oxford or Cambridge. Mm. Then they they become the barristers and the doctors and the lawyers and the all all that. Then yeah. they go on to politics and then they continue to run the country That's the way great. they yeah. have seen it being run by their peers. And so they continue to run it in a way that benefits them and yeah, them only. Know, any other and everyone else is just completely disregarded. Yeah. That's why I don't think like I genuinely do not think there's gonna be a change in our government. Because it's oh, so, it's be. been run by conservatives for so long. Even when yeah, it is but run watch, by Labour. When I'm, listen, when I'm Prime Minister, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. When I become the first, you know, ethnic female Prime Minister, mm. then no one can... I am reforming everything. But that's like, the thing. Listen, I feel like we need more... We need something more radical. At this point, what is a black Prime Minister going to do? I don't know. That's how I think about it. Honestly, maybe Marx was right. Yeah, maybe we need maybe like her, a huge something. revolution. Of course, he maybe. Something. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I should go and order the Communist Manifesto. You should. Maybe you know it's what, time. Yeah. I read the Principles of Communism. I need to reread it because I did not understand it the first time I read it. But it was it was making sense a bit. Like I you see with with communism, like things. I understand the points. But I can't completely disagree because capitalism, as bad as it is, as exploitative yeah. as it is, it does have its good points. Do you no, know what I mean? Tallulah, so I think, you no, 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 wait. Capitalism on my yes, no, no. I'm not defending it, but communism isn't the the complete, you know, answer to all our our prayers. I understand we need, that. Uh, I feel like I don't we know. need something in the middle that has the only the good bits of both sides. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I mean, I don't know a Socialism, lot about communism, but, but I know that we have been fed a lot of anti-communist propaganda. So once I understand, yeah, it's, I'll it's come very back to true. You. Yeah, they've like brainwashed us to think that communism is bad, and Marx was mm. some radicalist, and he was out of his mind. But to be honest, some of the stuff he said, I completely, I completely agree with. Yeah, for sure, completely. Like he made some sense, and it wasn't just him; it was Engels, it was mm. Luxembourg. Like yeah. they all were kind of making sense. Yeah. They all had um good points. Like communism does make sense, but if it was done correctly. Do you know, I what, know I mean? what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. If it was done under the right government and with the right principles and it was just, you know, just adapted a tiny bit, it's mm. I think it's the answer to our prayers. You know what? I'm gonna go by the communist manifesto now. I genuinely oh do want to learn about communism. I do. 
I, know, I can't really call myself a communist. However, I yeah. I see the I see the the good points in it. I definitely. I don't know. I I would call myself a leftist, like a leftist in training, you know, because I'm still learning. Yeah, I don't. I, I that's why I don't think I can call myself anything completely because I'm not a hundred percent, you know, educated on both yeah. sides. Because sure, because if capitalism hasn't been around for so long, like there has to be some sort of, you know, people thinking why it's good. Mm. There has to be reasons for it, apart from just the rich getting richer. But you know. Yeah, I have to read some more about that, and then read some more about communism as well, so then mm. I can make my decision of whether <laughs> I'm a whether I'm a huge communist or whether I'm a capitalist. But I don't think I'm a capitalist. Hey, please, Talula, you can't. Be a capitalist. There's no way, no way. But the thing is, I know I'm the thing anti-capitalist is, for sure. I'm anti-capitalist. They say the they say that socialism is like the middle, but if you really like read the the like principles of socialism, it's basically capitalism. No, but it like, depends because there are different type of like socialists and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, like I don't know enough. Read but most... I know I'm anti-capitalist. Ooh. Yeah, if you if you read like the main bits of socialism, it's a lot like capitalism, just you know, changed a tiny bit. Oof, I don't know if like, I want to take a word make for it. it. Sound I don't know, no, just you just have to read it a bit. Like yeah, I will. But if like if it was out of the three, of course I'm picking socialism, mm. but like. <laughs> Again, it's just a, it's a, it's, it's an interesting one. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. I think we need a whole new generation of ideas. Honestly, that's that's what it is. I think the new generation, the whole of Gen Zers, I think we need to come together and <laughs> come up with like a new ideology. But you know what? Yeah, I genuinely do think some of the old old generation have actually had some good ideas. Like they were ahead of their time. Like Malcolm X you know the all the black revolutionaries oh yeah 100 percent. Sure. but they were just they were just you know overlooked and completely yeah you know villainized assassinated. And... <laughs> literally literally yeah so they never actually got to to make mm. as much of an impact as they had the potential to mm. oh, back on the topic of black history <laughs> oh yeah yeah um, we took a little diversion but we'll go back well. I do this all the time. I have a guest on here. Um, <laughs> but you know what I was thinking? Like, one thing I don't want schools to do, like, if they do start teaching about, like, Black history and our past and the issues we face today, I don't want them to teach racism as if it's, like, a two-way street. You know what I mean? Like, the, <gasps> what are the pros and yes. of colonialism? Like, no. Uh, if I... Do you know what? If I ever was to hear that someone was teaching... Because, okay... I got told, a little birdie told me, that oh, yeah. a teacher, I will not name their name, <laughs> but a teacher in our school up, up. Yeah. <laughs> said that um, when they start teaching, you know, black history in the curriculum for PSHE, mm. that they're going to um, make it like a leveled playing field. Yeah. As in, they're going to, le- they're not going to tell the students that racism is bad. Mm. But they're going to let them form their own opinions, which Ooh. I think is a whole load of bullshit. It's bullshit. It's How... a way for people. Do you know what it is? Like... I feel like it's a way for the school to allow bigots to have their opinions. That's what it is. 100%. And then without feeling like scared mm. about, you know, people with common sense telling them that they're wrong because they're exactly. not used to being told that they're wrong because they've been, you know, eating from a silver spoon their whole lives. Exactly. And they've never been told that they're 
views are wrong because their parents are probably racist as well and exactly com- and completely benefits off this um, oppression of black people mm. it's literally a way to allow hate speech without them facing the consequences that's what i personally exactly. think because it's gonna open up discussions especially like at break and lunch as well it's gonna mm. let people but then they're gonna be able to say what they want to say as like racially motivated as it mm. is they're going to be able to be completely racist and out of order but they're going to use the the like the validation an, of oh yeah it's just my opinion We've, yeah. we were taught that we can form our own opinion exactly why wouldn't you just tell them that racism is wrong exactly. it's not it's not a, like an uh, a completely unheard of thing racism mm. is wrong Period. i don't even think i don't even think that's objective or subjective whatever the word is i don't even think yeah. it's that it's a fact it is fa- racism it's, it's, it's is wrong i'm like i'm here to say i do not give a fuck about your opinions i don't care i'm gonna let you know i think we should normalize telling people that their opinions are wrong because how are we gonna have a discussion on whether or not racism is good or bad it's a bad thing point blank. it's not it's not a possibility exactly. like how how can you sit on both sides and and, and say oh uh, racism does have its perks no it doesn't exactly racism is wrong exactly racism only thing, is wrong racism only benefits racism and white supremacy only benefits white people like yeah i we can 100% talk about how white people benefit from the oppression and exploitation of white people i mean of black people sorry but we're not going <laughs> to sit here and talk about racism as if we've played a part in our own oppression as if it's also our fault it's like racism isn't it's not a two-way street exactly it's it, it's it's do you know what? it's giving the same energy as like <laughs> reverse racism that's oh, what i'm hearing I, oh literally like is. do you know what i mean like yeah that it's, it's giving the same energy and that's the problem and i feel like they're gonna teach that as well that like oh, i feel like do you know I what hope not. i'm i i have a feeling that when they do these pshe glass mm. um, classes that they're not going to be teaching that racism like about racism against black people they're just going to be talking about racism in general yeah and they're gonna and they're gonna validate like reverse racism Mm, and they're gonna say oh like white people deal with stuff too blah 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 like listen i'm dreading that like let's not lie do you know what if these pshe lessons are happening while we're still in school i'm genuinely going to ask if i can like go in and watch them oh yeah i'm coming as I, well a hundred percent because no way are they gonna get away with what what i have a feeling they're gonna try and do because mm. i, I have so a too. huge 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 feeling that they're going to um like teach not just like racism against black people but just racism as a mm. concept and they're gonna make and it that seem as if white people racism, can face that yeah yeah and they're going to talk about how you know the connotations when it comes to white people how they can't dance and they can't cook and (laughs) how that's racism it's not racism it's not racism it's um i don't know what i could call it it's like an opinion i don't it's prejudice like no no but it's not like it's not even that it's like get over yourself please i'm sorry it may sound hard it's just it's just some light humor after like 500 years of colonization mm. and racism and beatings and lynchings and all that stuff. I'm exactly. sorry. Like, 
reverse racism is not real. The literal definition of racism is the majority, um, like suppressing and oppressing and discriminating against mm. the minority. White people, as a collective, will never in their entire lives be the minority exactly because they have always had the majority. They They've have always, always had that been in power. power. They've always been able to oppress others they have always you know they've always had the most money they've always had the the better jobs they will never in their lives be the minority because they have had every single advantage given to them exactly from the get-go literally as soon as you're born as soon as you're white you're 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 blessed you are blessed because you know you're about to have an easy life and if you don't have an easy life, it won't be due to the colour of your skin. Exactly. It will be because of exactly. other things. But the problem with black people is, like, you're going to face problems as well mm. as being black. Exactly. Exactly. That's literally what it is. So that's why it would be, it would literally be factually incorrect to be teaching about, you know, racism and anti-blackness. Just racism in general, as if it's a two-way street. It would be, you would be teaching your students lies. It, exactly. Like, it's not even... It's not a subjective thing. You mm. can't, like, you can't. I don't think you should be able to have an opinion on racism. Same. I don't think, like, it's not a thing. Unless racism that opinion is, is that racism is wrong. That's the yeah, only but opinion. that's not even. It's not even an opinion. It's a fact. It, literally, it's a yeah. fact. Like, you can't. There's no justifications for racism mm. at all. Like, literally nothing. So I don't understand how they're going to be teaching it in a subjective way and let people yeah. make up their own decision. If, if anyone in that class, if I'm sitting in one of those classes and anyone <gasps> has the, the, the gut, the nerve, to, the, the, the balls, we call it, <laughs> to, um, to, to disagree with the fact that racism is wrong, I yeah. think um, I will be um, Fighting using my right, <laughs> my my right for a citizen's arrest. I will I will actually I will actually get handcuffs out. Literally. And they will they will be escorted out. That's no, all I, I can will say. fight you. Point black. No, I'm kidding. Megan's not fighting. I, do you know, violence. I mean, I'm kidding. I mean, I wish I was a pacifist, but I can't really um can't really say that. <sighs> violence is the answer. Sometimes we need to normalize fighting racists. We do. Yeah, I I I'm like, I think. I'm. I think if in schools, I think fighting racism is completely okay. Mm-hmm. Like, did That's you hear about that girl in school who um Ooh, who got beaten up? Yeah. After saying that that thing. Yeah. We I think she said something racist. I'm not sure what. I know what she said, but am I allowed to say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, well, basically, a teacher in our school is um ginger, and her like. Yeah. Her baby daddy is black. And why? The child why would you say baby daddy like? <laughs> Because I don't know what he is to her. Like, are they a couple? Are they married? Are the they father of her like, child? The father of her child is black, and a girl. I think a girl. She was in year ten. Referred to that baby as a carrot monkey, yeah. and then she got beaten up as, as she, she should. should. But then the the girls who beat her up got in trouble as well. I'm sorry, but it was 100% justified because how the school has created an environment where she is allowed to say that and not face any consequences. Exactly. You know, as soon as a child, especially a child so old, Mm. like you're big year 10, you're what, 15. As soon as a child 
is 15 and has that to say mm. you know that the school has not done anything to prevent that type exactly. of mindset exactly the school she's, she's been in your school for four years and mm. she's calling someone's baby an, an unborn child a carrot monkey it was very creative oh my but just god completely wrong no it's very creative it and was. you have to admit it as well you know i would have never been able to think of yeah, something like my that. mind would not have gone there you know what we know we know like say, it's crazy you know when people say sometimes racism is funny sometimes you just have to chuckle when i when i first heard it i i, I had a little chuckle Stop but it. do you know what <laughs> do you know what? if a black student had come up with that I would have been on the floor pissing myself yeah. if I'm being completely honest. It's just that the fact would, they that came would, out okay, of... That would still be deep, though, but I would be... I it would be wrong, but it would, it be, would be quite funny because Sometimes when we make jokes about ourselves, it's it's okay. Yeah. But the fact that it came out of a Caucasian's mouth mm. does not sit right with me. She had the caucasity to say that. Oof. The caucasity. Do you know what? I think... Silence. We should silence white voices. Oh, Is that wrong to say? Know- you know, I was literally that thinking about that. I remember someone said, maybe, maybe silence is not violence. Maybe silence is not violent. Uh, moving on <laughs> after that, um, <laughs> do you want to talk about what um, we've done at our school for Black History Month? Oh my God, can I, can I explain like the whole story behind it? <laughs> Oh my god! Oh yeah, about We've the like fifty, the literal fifty meetings I was in with like every single teacher in my school. Basically, every year we have a um Black History celebration, and it's kind of like well known, isn't it? Like, it is it's always banging. Like the dances are always lit, the speeches, it's the so songs. Good. Like it's just it's a vibe. Like it's just it's so cool. It's such a good it's something night, to look forward such, to. Yeah, it's it's literally the best night of the whole year. Mm conveniently the year we get a, a, a new caucasian male as a teacher mm. black history celebration is cancelled after him um telling me that the event wasn't happening i kind of i obviously in a, in a meeting with me and him i questioned it i said why like what is the need for it to be cancelled this year mm. and so the excuses we were just not it like he they made so this- much like, so many dumb he, excuses. He literally read how to be a dictator and <laughs> ran with it. Like the, the, his first excuse was that the Asians and the Polish people in my school were feeling left out. Mm. I don't he think it was true. Some, like, of course it's not true. He just wanted I the blacks and the believe. Asians to be dra- to be fighting in the middle of the playground so we could watch. Yeah, because it's always been known that, like, anyone, literally anyone and everyone could participate no, literally, in, black, in the Black History Celebration. There have been Polish people tap dancing. Like, there's literally been yeah. Polish people tap dancing. Like, I don't know what, what it had to do with it, but it happened. Do you know what I mean? Like, we've yeah, always everyone been... everyone was partaking. Everyone has contributed in some way, whether it's art, poetry, songs, dance, yeah. speeches. Like, just in from any type, people have always been involved. So that was the first... Mm. then he gave the excuse of they don't have a teacher to run it this year because the the old drama teacher left the new one is now head of like or something so wasn't able to do it Mm. so that was kind of fishy because 
why do you need a teacher to to run it? So then I said, oh, my friends and I, we are very capable. (laughs) We'll hold the audition, put the PowerPoint together. We'll do the night. We'll get the snacks for the night. Well, do you know what I mean? Like we're sort, we're very smart. We're very capable black students. We can do a lot. We can. And there was a lot of us. Like we could have all done it. There were like there's literally fifteen in our group. Throughout the whole school would have helped. Like it wouldn't have just been us having to put it all together. So then Mm. again. So then he was like, sent me on like a wild goose chase and was like, oh, if you find a teacher to do it, then maybe it's a possibility. And then he also said that... Um, and we oh, found that the teacher it, like, on the day. Oh, yeah. Literally, uh, literally an hour later, we found the teacher. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't a hard thing to do. And then exactly. he also said that there was no time to do it. But if Lies. there's been time for the past, like, 30 years to do this celebration, mm. why? what is stopping us this year? Exactly. And he was like, like he just, do you know what? It was just excuses and excuses, and they mm. weren't making sense. They were all stupid, just unnecessary. So, um, I had another meeting with another SLT who was like their token um ethnic <sighs> person. Oh my god, stop! Is that rude? I don't think it is rude. I just think it's no, like, I, it's, it's a fact. the truth. It's the it is true because the they whole do of like the to SLT. A lot of people of color in that school. Yeah, like the whole of the SLT white except for this one woman and obviously they use her as like the the poster woman for like all the diversity things at school Mm. meeting with her and she said that we can't have COVID and I was like that's not adding up up because because that's he didn't even mention COVID and also that wasn't they were having one of other the excuses events. he mentioned. Plus, they had like sleepovers. Like, mm. no, they didn't have sleep. They had uh, the movie night. They had the year seven welcome mass with all the parents. <laughs> Stuff, and they said, "Oh, we don't want to mix parents and students and teachers." But that's exactly what you did, what they did at the exactly. year seven mass. It was, like, it was just a bunch of lies. Just a bunch of excuses, and I don't have time for it. So, we had to make do with what we had. Because obviously mm. you could just tell you don't want there to be and he tried to 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 make it diversity month instead of black history month. Which uh, as soon as he said that I said that is not happening. No. Not happening at all. At all. No. no. Zero. I want the word diverse and diversity to be banned in the month of October. <laughs> I think I think when I'm uh Prime Minister, that's gonna yeah. be like my my first Ooh, um, the first bill you passed legislation, yeah. yeah. First bit of legislation, Please, no mention of the so word much. diversity or diverse in October. Or do you know all year it. round? All year round, all year round. I'm tired of it. The word diverse and diversity are no longer in my vocabulary, and I and anyone who listens to this podcast, you are not allowed to use it either. <laughs> no anti-black. one is allowed to use. Yeah, diverse. <laughs> giving very much anti-black connotations so we're going to completely disregard that word and never again okay i think i just think you know what that word is just a way for white people when they use it it's a way for them to make them feel so much better about themselves like, oh my god yeah we we value and promote diversity in school but they treat their black students like shit exactly that's exactly what it is so what we did this month what did we do so board we have just loads of boards around explaining yeah. how important black history is that's thing we did we mm. also had we held a food store in which people bought african and caribbean foods in school and we sold it and we made over 200 pounds and that 
say, and that money is going to go towards the sort the black resources for school. What else did we I've, do? Like, we've done. Oh yeah, we did that um Black History Book Club. A few teachers yeah, came up with that the idea. The book club. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that was that was fun. Is it? It's continuing, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely. It's and we're just gonna talk about you know yeah. being black and be just because our focus this year is being black, black and, and British. British. Yeah. Because it's it, again, it's just such a different experience as being black in America. Because, like, just the ideology, the experience, you know, the yeah. way of life is completely different in the UK as yeah. it is to America. That's why we're focusing yeah. on Black British history. And then yeah. we also had the the had their own um Black history celebration. Oh I yeah, think like that, an assembly. Yeah, ours was really ours was good. good. Like, I was really, yeah. I was really um like really proud of everyone yeah. we all did really good like everyone had something to say and mm. everyone everyone showed up and everyone did so well except for me yeah. checking on stage but that is <laughs> that a story hilarious. for another day listen if <laughs> i had fallen over i would have gone oh home God. yeah i would have killed myself i won't lie <laughs> i was so embarrassed i literally tripped over some girl's guitar wire oh, and i almost fell over and then everyone started laughing i was like but it's okay we move oh, your it was, poem was, it was just amazing. the truth thank you so I thank you i wrote it the night before oh, that i needed you. to do something because everyone in my um like form like yeah was, like chanette and gloria yeah. so like no one i just i realized i knew it was up to me to do something because no one would have mm. so i had to do that but I'm pr- I'm yeah. really happy of how it turned out. It was a really good event. Like, yeah, it just worked. Everyone showed just, up and everyone did well. Yeah, I'm just pissed that they cancelled the actual celebration because we could have had all of that yeah. into put into one evening. Especially since it's our last year. Exactly. Like, how did they cancel our favorite event in our last year? If they do want to use the excuse of COVID, yeah. then in a few months, let's say like. March when it's mm-hmm. sorted more, yeah. Like if they want to use COVID as an excuse for not having it, then mm-hmm. there's so many, there's so many months in the year that we can have it. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, we can that do we it. In, redo we can do it. it in April if we wanted to, and they don't use any excuses. I knowing our school, they'll probably make up another dumb excuse as to why we can't celebrate Black History again. And then I will call them out for their and and they have nothing else to say i will it's literally true. i will that is when i will have my protest mm. i need to buy my megaphone i've been needing to buy a megaphone for about four months and i've had you know, i'm gonna get one no as well reason to no i'm for real i'm like for real i need to i need to do it like a hundred percent i'm gonna buy one and i'm gonna mm. i'm gonna walk around school and i'm gonna scream because it's just necessary yeah I think we have done a lot of things during this Black History Month, but it's only thanks to a few teachers and, you know, our friend group and a few other students. Half the teachers in the like, school, just, they don't like the idea of Black History Month. They just don't want to celebrate it. I just think, do you know what's disappointing? Like, the fact that Black History Month should be an opportunity for us to come together as a school community and celebrate it. But the fact that only a few teachers are interested, it's kind of disappointing, but I'm not surprised. 
I that's the thing. It's sad, but again, I'm not surprised yeah. because you can you could just tell mm. what teachers are for it and what teachers are against it. Yeah, like it's and they don't even try to hide it at this point. It's blatantly mm. obvious. It's clear we can see who it. supports that kind of stuff and who like just kind of wants to like you can just tell you know the teachers that even come to the night like most teachers don't you can just see and I feel like the SLT that come only come out of obligation because they have to yeah like my obviously my mom's a governor she's the only black governor Mm. and she said that every single year she's been a governor so what five five six years she said every year there's been a black history she has always only been the only governor, governor to show up that's so sad. I know. And do you know how there's like, I don't know how many, but I think maybe around 10 governors and one wow. shows up because I feel like the others is just like, oh, it's got nothing to do with me. So mm. they don't want to care. They don't want to see the niggas dancing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Please. Do you know what? Yeah, I genuinely do think that them seeing because especially in our school when we have black history like a lot of other black people from outside of school come in to watch i feel like that's what makes like some of the teachers uncomfortable they just hate to see black people win they hate to see yeah. us happy do you know what they're just really intimidated and it's mm. just you know, it's not it's reflected not even just in the black history celebration mm. it's literally reflected in our everyday lives like yeah. you see how they used to look at us when we mm. sit down as a group at the way lunch, they talk even, to us even you know you know who the other black mm. teacher who isn't actually um a big advocate of black rights in the school <laughs> um do you remember when she would come up to us at lunch and be like oh like don't feed into their ideas of black yeah. people blah 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 like i'm sorry we're just trying to have fun mm. and the thing is okay we were, we're loud I'll here, that. but we were never that loud like we compared to literally all the groups around us we mm. were at the same volume but it was always us who were threatened yeah to be kicked out do you remember how many times did we get kicked out so many times and like i'm not gonna say we were quiet because obviously we weren't but (laughs) we weren't any we weren't like a substantial amount louder than the rest of the the cafeteria Mm. so why would they just come and talk to the group of black people Mm. they would always pick on us they would they were so intimidated you could see all the teachers stare at us Mm. like every lunchtime as if like we were doing something wrong by being a group of people with melanin you know exactly do you know what i mean like they it was like a huge issue for them yeah they definitely thought of us as a gang like 100 percent Oh yeah, I literally saw this thing on TikTok, and it just re- like this morning, and it just reminded me of our school. It's like, oh, a group of white girls is a friendship group, and a group of black girls is a gang. Literally, it's true. It's true. Like, ah, uh, who said it? Like, literally a few weeks ago. Oh my god, yeah, one of the teachers, um, like me and Rochelle were like walking, yeah. and the teacher goes, he goes, oh. Oh look, it's the gang. Oh, <laughs> what? oh no! Come on, mm, come on. Ew. Not in Black History Month, please. Not during not Black in History the month Month. Have you no Come on. It sounded oh. quite anti-black to me, in my mm. opinion. But obviously, the thing is with those, they're so, like, they're just small aggressions. So you can't yeah. really bring it up. Like you can't yeah. get old. Because dog, you just have to like, you just have to laugh and <laughs> and walk away. So funny. Yeah, literally walk that's away. That's literally all we can do because if you bring it up, they'll be like, "No, I don't think so. That's not how I meant it." Then they'll gaslight you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then it, the, you just look like a someone who's made a problem out of no one. You've seen like the aggressive black girl. Exactly. You've seen like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're so good at it. They're so good at making you the villain. I hate them for that. No, but it's true. And I, I it's, it's kind of weird that like I'm only just deeping the microaggressions that we face like throughout the seven years, like only now. 
yeah and we literally still face them like it's an everyday thing like the whole black history thing this year has just been the icing on the cake to be honest literally it's pissed me off so (coughs) much like you don't understand it's just do you know what it's the fact that they didn't even care enough to make up the same excuse Mm. They like care. if you're if you're gonna cancel something, at least make like make it known what the same excuse is because mm. they just said different things. And it was the fact that the head teacher, I'm not gonna say his name because I don't want to be slandered. Please. However, <laughs> you know who you are, Mr. Caucasity. Oh my god. Um, it's just the fact that he made me believe that there was, you know, a the potential of it still happening, yeah. made me run around False finding hope. teachers finding a date, coming up with a theme, like all that stuff. You know, he wanted the theme of this year to be justice. Oh, my God. They justice, need to give us justice for they've done all to the us. Things. Listen, we, like, before you want to have some sort of, like, artificial celebration with the whole justice thing and show mm-hmm. everyone, yeah, justice, have some justice in your school first. Exactly. Get your priorities straight. Don't focus on the one night because, exactly. like, everyone, all the teachers and the... the the parents and that people are going to see it no worry about your school before you worry about your school's image it's exactly no period he's got his priorities completely wrong because they care about how the school looks but they don't actually care about how the school is run and that's the problem because where's the justice for the countless of black students who continue to face racism in that school exactly and it's Mm. like the fact that it's not even hidden like all the the black students know they know what teachers are allies and they know what teachers are yeah. not. And it's blatantly obvious. Like, mm-hmm. the teachers don't even try to hide. They're not even microaggressions anymore. It's they're just pure aggression. Yeah. It's pure It's pure just aggression. Like, they know what they're doing. They know by telling black students that, you know, they're never going to amount to much, that they're dumb, that they're, you know, they don't focus, blah, blah, blah. You know how that's going to make them mm-hmm. act out and you know how it's going to be in the future. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like they yeah. know because this is how the country has been run for since since black children were allowed in schools. Exactly, they've been doing this to make sure that black people stay in the bottom percentage of mm. income, and that the white people always stay at the top, and they have the ability to make the most money and therefore run the country, which I think is disgusting. Yeah, it's true. I'm just I'm just disappointed in our school, but it's not even just our school. It's like half the schools across the UK and like yeah. also like <clears throat> Jesus back when like my like you know how we were talking about like oh we, um them trying to change black history month to diversity month I just don't understand like I think what people need to understand is that <coughs> we are all damn you got the Rona no it's <laughs> oh praying for you mm-hmm. um what people need to understand is that yes we are all people of color but not every single person of colour is black. And black people face separate experiences from other people of colour. And, you know, I just wish people would acknowledge that and stop grouping us together. Like, Black History Month is a math... Jesus, is a month for black people. It's a month for us to recognise our efforts, our achievements, but also, you know, the struggles that we go through, like anti-blackness that other people of colour do not face. So I just don't see why people have such a problem with us, you know, us wanting it to stay black history and not changing mm-hmm. it to diversity month. <clears throat> Like, do you know, because I even have a problem with when, like, people of colour compare their struggles to each other. Mm. Like, I hate when, you know, you know, Asians and the black people, like, everyone's kind of, um, it's like a competition. I hate when that happens mm. already. It's yeah. like they're, they're 
they're veeing or vying, whatever the word is, to like to seem who's the most oppressed. But yeah. the thing is, we need to realize, despite how much oppression is happening, yeah. it's all by the same people. Mm. So we need to stop turning on each other and realize that it's the white people that are oppressing us and they've always been oppressing us. And yeah. that's why we that's why we need our separate, you know, because exp- we have separate experiences. Mm. We have separate ways of lives, cultures, like variations, stuff like that. We have completely different lives. So for yeah. them to try and group us into one and call it diversity yeah. is gross. Because the thing is, do you know what one of the problems was when I first had the meeting with um Mr. Caucasity? That's what I'm going to call him <laughs> from now on, Mr. Caucasity. Um, he his idea was like having a week for <sighs> diversity, and each day of the week in October, may I add, oh my each day of the week would be for a different race. And listen to this, listen to this. I don't know even how to describe this stupid. What did he say? She goes, oh. So obviously one day for Asian people. Bear in mind, there's like how many different types of Asian? Like you can't put them all in the same day because they, again, have completely different cultures to each mm. other. Like it is, you can't compare like Indian people to Chinese people. That doesn't make sense. Like they have completely different ways of life. So that's, yeah. that was a really stupidity. Um, stupidity. And then he goes, oh, and then obviously one day for black people. And then he goes, oh, yeah, one day for, for, the, for white people oh to, to celebrate Lord their culture. And then, and then, and then, hey. and then, and then, and then, guess what he says to me? He goes, oh, no. Oh, but then obviously, like yourself, the mixed race people, what <laughs> day would they have? Oh, wait, I they remember this. The black day or the white day. And I was like, oh, what? It's white bad. day is literally every day of the year. Thank oh, you very much for one. And, and number two, you're basically invalidating the fact that I'm black. Mm. Like, that just sounded really stupid to me. Like, oh, what day would I have? Oh, so what, on on the the black day, I'm going to come in in, like, my mum's Caribbean clothes. And then <laughs> on the next day, I'm going to come in with, like, my dad's suit and call myself, you know, like, the the come in like a union jack and be the the british emblem do you know what i mean like it was just so stupid and i can't believe uh he's probably what like 50 a Mm. 50 something year old man had the stupidity for that to come out of his mouth i sat there in disbelief i literally sat there in disbelief no literally i would like you are an educated man you obviously have a degree or multiple degrees you've been teaching you like and it's not even like he teaches a stupid subject he teaches re you need to have an open mind when it comes Mm. to studying re and like philosophy ethics all of that in general you need to have an open mind so how can you as a someone who's taught that for that many years go on to be a head teacher of a school that is very 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 diverse yeah for then you to come up with these stupid ideas yeah like it's just stupid i literally just wanted to say like you're stupid job I just want to be like, you're stupid. Who gave you this job? Because you obviously don't have the qualifications for it. Oh my God, I'm dead. You are really slandering this man. But you know what? I'm No, thinking, like, because I haven't named his degree? name. Pardon? I haven't named his name. So. Oh, of course, of course not. Don't. Technically, I could, I could mean anyone. Mm, exactly. You know, I, could, I, I might not even be talking about our school. I could be talking mm. about somewhere in Harrow. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
<laughs> but I was actually thinking, like, how is it that someone with a degree can lack so much common sense, so much critical mm-hmm. thinking skills? And it's the fact that I had the the other meeting with Michelle and the um, yeah, what's it called? And the other SLT, and she was literally just chatting shit about him. Like she wow. literally said, she literally so why said, "Oh, she like, do something." Because it's all fake. Like she's one of those teachers that like tries to beg its students, so she'll say mm. whatever she says. Like she she'll say <laughs> to get her in their good books. Like it's she was basically rage. slandering him. Yeah, she was literally just you know kind of saying oh like let's not even talk to him about it like oh but but he's just not educated like stuff like that he was like literally talking about him but then like you're you're up his ass all the time like you know she's too scared she's like the token she's the token like bit of diversity in the slt Mm. do you know what i mean so, so sad she she i don't wish that on anyone she'll be willing to be the one you know put everywhere as the face of it and you know taking charge of stuff like black history yeah. when she's not even black may i add oh may i God. just add that in so she's willing <laughs> to do that but when it comes to actually fighting for what we believe in and mm. fighting against these microaggressions she won't do it she disappeared where was she we had one meeting where with her at the start you? of the month we had literally one meeting with her at the start of the month and i have not i have i beg i do you know what i have not seen this woman for a month where has she been uh, the the food store where was she oh. the celebrations all what seven assemblies where was she yeah. all the boards I put up where was she the black the black um book club where was she where she were all of the didn't... teachers honestly they said, like, oh, yeah, where, where, like, where was everyone they were like oh we're so proud of what you've done why didn't you come and join in why didn't you help yeah like do you know what they I mean they wanted to of... take the credit they came at the end. Oh, it exactly. was, you know, when I, after running that store and making that money, I was like, I was in a good mood. Then I saw Mr. Caucasity, oh. and he comes. I'm and glad he's I had to act, and I didn't see him. Tried to act flash and just put like a, a tenner in the the box, and then like like he came literally the last five minutes. Like a tenner is not enough for what he's done to us. All the food, but do you know what? Do you know what I got told? What? This is um. Oh no. It infuriated me. I'm not gonna oh, no. lie, but I can't can't reveal the sources. <laughs> However, I got told that mm. he paid for all the Krispy creams that the charity that the people sold for charity Oof. from That's... his own pocket. But when it comes to doing the same thing for Black History, it's he wow. paid okay. for all those white girls Krispy creams that they wanted to sell. Oh my god! He paid for this. Is what I got told. I'm not sure if it's true, but it probably is. Just how he paid, right? He paid for all of those. And do you know how many boxes there were? A A lot. lot. Yeah, there was a lot. But he tried to put a tenner in for for black resources. Wow! Only a tenner. Only a tenner, and it probably wasn't even his. It was. Let's be honest. It was probably from like the school fund. He probably stole it and put probably. it in. Like I, the thing is, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Oh my god! So yeah, that's what I got told. Wow. Not sure how true it is, but I, again, I, I, I wouldn't it, be honestly, surprised. I believe it. I believe it too. Also, yeah. Wow. At least we know where um his priorities lie. Oh my god. <laughs> well, yeah, guys, that's basically all the tea on our school. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I think that that must be it. Yeah, when it comes to the school, mm. 
Let's God, see. that felt good to get out. I Honestly. hope they find this. I really hope they find this. No, Inshallah, stop. They Listen, find this. I'm trying to go to uni, babes. I'm not trying to get kicked out babes, of school. I'm, I'm going to get A-stars. They can't kick us out because, first of all, we haven't named names. Okay. We haven't actually said anything that isn't true. true. That is true. That is true. And we have it's we have freedom of speech. <laughs> we have freedom of speech in this country. Um, well, we have something we can we can say what we want as long as it's not slander and we're yeah, not slandering them. We're literally just no, we're literally just speaking about our experiences as young black women who have faced um, hardship in school. Yeah. We're literally just talking about our experiences. That's it. Yeah. And if they wanna, they wanna find it. Do you know? What? I hope they watch it, and I hope they realize oh how stupid they are. <laughs> no, but it's true. Yeah, they need to do better. I can, I can imagine us just one day, like in oh in God. class or at lunch, and then someone comes, be like, "Oh, <laughs> we need to, we need to speak to you." Oh my God! Like, no. Oh, fuck. We always can, can I just pull you out in a lesson? Can I pull you out quickly? Can I, oh, can, can we can we have a little conversation, please? Yeah, yeah. Just just <laughs> just, just, a just a quick one. Just a little chat, please. please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Like, let's no, have please. a little talk. I have nothing. I'm to like, say yeah, to cool. I'm like, do you know what? I've got nothing to say. You've heard all. Literally, you've heard. <laughs> you've it all. heard you've everything. You've literally heard. Yeah, you've obviously listened. Yeah. So, I what more do you want me to say? Like, I can't wait to leave. Do you know what? It, I just wish I was still in like year seven and I had the ignorance that like the school is a good school. Mm. So I was like, oh, I had, like, I was like, oh, like, because I was young, I was impressionable. Yeah. I was like, young oh, and school was like, literally, like, before I even realized I was black, to be honest, because we all know, we all know how I looked in year seven. <laughs> well, you look good. We all knew who I, who I, uh, really, really, did I? Do you know you've been hot since day one? Oh my god, stop it. Don't say you're that. I'm gonna get excited. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Megan, you've just always been hot. Oh my god, stop. Like you didn't even need a glow up. You're just you've been glowing. Stop. Are you are you flirting with me on my podcast? Please. Of course I am. Oh my god, that's <laughs> class, not in front of everyone. Okay, okay, okay. Let me act serious now. What <laughs> issue are we are we debating next? Oh, I just wanted to mention, you know, Tory scums, our government. Oof. Oh, I, I, oh, I oh my god, so I have much. so much to say. <laughs> Same, oh. I just 100% believe that they like played a part in the lack of education about black history. I mean, you know, other than the fact that their policy, policies, Jesus, their policies negatively affect black people and other marginalized communities, like they continue to just say, like they just make comments that kind of put like pits everyone against black people and like the education of our history like i remember during like the height of the blm protests there was um a petition about decolonizing the curriculum and i don't think they allowed it and then they released a report gaslighting black people and basically saying that systemic racism doesn't exist and then they said schools shouldn't be teaching you know terms like white privilege and if they do teach about racial topics then quote unquote this is literally what they said that it should be in a balanced and in a factual manner, basically saying that we have to teach about racism as if it's a two-way street. Like, what the fuck? And then they said something about how terms like white privilege may have contributed towards the systemic neglect of white working-class communities. Like, huh? <laughs> Do you know what? They're hilarious. They They're ridiculous. So because, listen, oh, there's so much I need to talk about when it comes to the government. Like, my mind is actually racing with, like, thoughts right now. So, first of all, we have the... They're, they're trying to implement... Um, so, when you vote, you need, like, an ID. 
but like of course I do to like a passport uh, yeah. driver's and license like... and obviously I think it's a little what 40% of black people don't have a form of a formal mm. form of identification therefore they will not be allowed yeah, to, vote. to vote and who and it's statistically who do they vote for labor mm. and conservatives and know like this so obviously parties. so obviously they are putting forward this so that people of color are suppressed and cannot mm-hmm. vote to have labor in because they don't like people of color very 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 rarely vote for conservatives mm. very rarely because they know they're not for them conservatives mm. are for the right white middle and upper rich classes people who don't want to pay their taxes who, yeah literally <laughs> like it's so and the thing is they're just not even sly about it anymore mm. like they tried to be so sly before and now they just don't they care. don't care because they know they're gonna win they know they win every election like people keep yeah. voting for conservatives but complain about them maybe but yeah, someone's voting them in true. power someone is like what when them. when was the last time they they lost what 2010 was that that was remember. that yeah that was gordon brown he was the last um because he was because it was blair from 97 oh, to yeah. 2007 then brown from 07 to 2010 listen as bad as they were... You're reminding me to do my bad. politics revision. Oh, that's good. But as bad <laughs> as they were, like, they will never beat the Tory government. Mm. The Tory government is just... They're just so blatantly for a certain type of person. Yeah. And it's so infuriating because it's like they don't even try to hide it anymore. Mm. They just they just don't like black people. And you it's can just true. tell... That's it. They just don't like us. Yeah. They don't want us. They don't want to see us winning. I think they would have heart attacks. Theresa <laughs> May would have a heart attack if there was a black um, prime minister. A stroke. One hundred percent. She would literally like you'd what black prime minister one day. Theresa May dead the next. Literally, Boris That's all I can dead say. the next day. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, Boris. Boris would kill himself to see uh, a black person stand where he once stood. And it's crazy because people keep on voting them in and they mm. keep on letting us down. Do you know what? If they were running the country in a good manner, maybe they could possibly get away with what they're trying to do. It's the fact that they're literally they running this country into the ground. Mm. Do you, like, listen, when was Grenfell? Grenfell happened in, what, oh. 2017? Exactly. Where are the reparations? It's been four years. Some people How are left without no housing. One how has no one been held accountable yet? Exactly. You have still got how many people living in them temporary hotels, exactly. those temporary, like, flats. Like, then they've lost their loved ones, they've mm. lost their friends, their family. Where are the reparations? And I'm not talking about money. Yeah. I'm talking about housing. holding people accountable. Yeah, housing, holding people I'm talking accountable. about the MPs who got away with doing this. Mm. They need to be arrested. Like... If this had been a building in what, like South Kensington, yeah. full of rich white people, and the and the government was run by black people, those people would have been put in prison at least three years ago. So mm. why is it that the people who are behind putting this cladding on, like their lack, you know, the fire doors they found out yeah. weren't even fire doors. If really? anything. They they didn't protect them from the, the fire or the smoke at all. They created smoke. Why is it that the people who are responsible for putting this cladding, this fake cladding on the building, 
that literally caused the fire to spread in a matter of minutes like Mm. fires they don't they don't spread that quickly and they don't go as big as Grenfell went it's not possible like it's completely down to how the building was built the cladding the fake fire doors all of that stuff should have never been there should have Mm. never they just wanted it to look nice because the rich people in the area saw the building as an eyesore and they wanted it to match um the kao building which had just been newly built Mm. so they put that cladding on it which was cheaper as well but just looked nicer and they put how many lives at risk and we ended up losing well they say we lost what 84 lives but it was probably a lot more than that because obviously there would have been loads of undocumented people living with people you know that kind of stuff and obviously they we will never truly know how many people died in that building which is disgusting there are people there that have been that have died and the Mm. their names will never be never be released because they were undocumented or they weren't supposed to be there. Do you know what I mean? It's disgusting. And the fact that the government has completely gotten away with it... I know. ...is mad. It has been four years, and the inquiry that they said is going to happen has taken how long? Two, three years. There's nothing has happened. The MPs that are responsible, the council that is responsible, are still walking around freely, making their money, exploiting the system not having to deal with the consequences. Mm. That is the lives that were lost, the people that are traumatised, because it's not just the people living in the tower who are traumatised, it's the people living around, everyone in the community, everyone around the Kensington and Chelsea community has been affected by one way, whether it was knowing someone, whether it was seeing it happen, whether it was, you know, like, just just the thought of that many people dying in a building that could have been completely prevented. Mm. It's not like it was some freak accident and it like it would never happen again. Yeah. It was it could have been prevented. The people who were living in the building had already asked for better safe um fire safety in the building because it yeah. was dangerous. And this was literally just a few months before the fire happened. And then yes. it happened. And it's it it was it was a crazy. It's crazy. The whole idea behind this this Grenfell fire is crazy. It's the fact that the government is so ignorant and they're so they just don't care about the lives mm. of anyone but themselves. but themselves. And I think it is disgusting. Yeah. And I think it's so sad knowing that this whole like situation would have been prevented if they were rich and if they were white. Like they would have had and, proper fire safety if yeah, they were rich exactly. and white. And it's so. And if the government had listened, because mm. if they were rich and white, the government would, would have, have listened. listened. Because it's their own, you know, people at their own social standing in the hierarchy. So they think, oh, let's listen to them. But it's the fact that they they saw these people as not even worth lives. These people to them weren't even people. They exactly. just saw them as things that they just threw into a building mm. and it set on fire. And they still probably don't even feel any type of loss. Or, they, I, did, or I don't regret. think they feel any remorse. They don't. I think they just... They just feel bad that they're going to be held accountable eventually Mm. and I think that's the problem they're more scared about the consequences of what Mm. happened to them rather than the lives that were actually lost that's why they they are so oh I'm I'm just going to be always 
they keep trying to vilify people who are speaking out about this like you know when Stormzy did his whole rap and the news were like oh Stormzy did this like how dare he do that like no he's calling he's rightfully calling out the atrocities of our government because who else is going to do it and it's because all the main newspapers daily mail blah 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 they're all owned and they're all owned by the Murdoch group who Mm. are right very very blatant conservatives they don't even try to hide it you can just see in their paper how they treat black people and people who speak out against the Tories and they they vilify them and they make them seem like they're wrong that Mm. they're aggressive and all this that that and then anything the Tories do they're just like a godsend and they're Mm. they're amazing and they're running the country exactly how the country should run but that's not how it is it's just they're so biased and they're so you know consumed by their right-wing ideologies that they won't actually wake up and see what is wrong with this country exactly and there's so many shameful shameful things that the uk government has done and i genuinely think that like once we reach a certain age in school we should be taught about it we should like i think not even a certain age i think we should be taught it from young mm. i think I think primary school is where it starts. That's the the, the base. Please, they're I not going to be teaching when... primary school kids about the government. I wish. No, but maybe not the government. But I think yeah. primary school, they should teach them about, you know, racism. They should yeah, teach them definitely. about white privilege. They should teach them about microaggressions and blah, blah, blah. That and then when it comes to, to secondary school, that's when we need... Because I didn't know much about this until, like, two years ago. Mm. When I started my doing politics... That's yeah. when, like, I, I kind of woke up and realised mm. what the fuck is going on. Because I kind of... It's not that I didn't care. I just didn't have enough education yeah. to form an opinion. Because I'm not one... If I don't yeah. have, like, the right information when it comes to both sides of an argument, I'm not going to mm. argue it because then I just look like an idiot. <laughs> but now that I'm completely educated when it comes to the government and what they've been doing and how they've been doing everything basically wrong, yeah. now I can I can talk about it and that's why they need to teach this from a younger age because why have I only found out this stuff when I'm like 16 mm. like I'm almost 18 and I f- can finally say that I've formed a complete opinion about yeah. the government but they shouldn't have left it this late mm. they should be teaching this when you're year, year 7, 8 just so you know just yeah. so you're informed then you can obviously form your own opinion from there yeah. but you need to be told the facts exactly like the facts first and then you can form your opinion obviously if yeah. you receive the facts and you're still a conservative i hope you burn <laughs> yeah of, co- of course of fuck course. the government if you if you still vote conservative in this day and age fuck you too you guys will not be seeing the gates of heaven especially the people of color that do mm, like it lets me down it lets I, me down you know the like are you they don't even like you it's mad why are you voting for the conservatives when you're a person of color they, they don't want like some you. sort of validation it's sad like, i genuinely feel for them but the thing is what is it about their manifesto that says yeah vote mm. for me if you're someone who isn't an upper class white person do they even that read doesn't the make sense obviously not they probably just <laughs> want to seem like they i don't know what they want to seem what why how are you a person of color and voting tory that, that it's just it's it, i can't comprehend it because it is just there is no stupid. justified reason it's just oh people are so dumb you know when you're just like people are just so stupid <laughs> Yeah, you know, literally, though, sometimes you think to yourself, like, what is going on? At your big age, you have a degree. Like, you did so well in school, but you turned out like this. And it's not even, like, 
the voting age is young like you're yeah. 18 if exactly. i'm not even 18 yet and i have a completely fully formed opinion um opinion about yeah. the government why are you in your 20s and 30s as a person of color and still voting for the conservatives are you yeah. stupid it doesn't make sense the education system just needs a whole reform yeah and when i'm prime minister that will happen <laughs> that's all i'm saying when i'm prime minister I'm, no, Listen, I'm going to be Prime Minister, mate. I'll vote for you. Obviously, I'm going to be in New York, but it's okay. I'll, like, come back to London just to vote for you. Yeah, of please course. do, because of I'm course. going to be Prime Minister. And everyone who listens to this podcast, remember, <laughs> what, should we say Tallulah, Tallulah 2030? 2040? How old would we be in 2030? I can't do the um, math. Let me not. The math. 27. The maths. You what? 27. Oh, Oh my mm, god! Bit young, but like, fuck young. It. No, we like that. We like that. We like it. I'll be a, <laughs> the fresh, the the new voice, the new voice of the people. I like that. Yeah, I vote for you. Mm. I mean, obviously, if your policies are good, I'm not kidding. Oh, you they like will be. besties, of course, of course. I'm kidding. Oh no, yes, you will be. But my policies will be good as well. Okay, of course. Trust me. Per. Mm. <laughs> well, we've reached the end. I know, sad times. Um, oh wow! But you know, ending on a positive note, I want to ask you, Talila, what Black British person inspires you? Okay. Hmm. <laughs> well, obviously, um, because I'm into politics and I'm mm-hmm. very into people of colour being politi- politicians. I think Diane Abbott. Oh, I love her. I love her, and I just love how she's just not afraid to speak her mind. Mm. Like you know, the people of colour who are surrounded by white people, so they're scared of like saying you know their views and they're scared of being ostracized no she says what she has to say and she says it well she says it articulately she gets her her voice heard she says it with facts behind it like she's Mm. just she's a very inspirational i'm gonna be her that's who i want to be period i love her Uh especially after the media tries to vilify her so badly oh yeah they've tried to basically turn her into like Mm. annalise keating how they did (laughs) how they turned her they just trying to make her the angry black woman, aggressive, yeah. you know, the villain. The Even reality, though we have everything, just... like we have every right to be angry. Like, look at the state yeah. our country's in. It's like it's literally the definition of gaslighting. They're just mm. they're just trying to make it seem that we've made up everything in yeah. our heads, and that you know we don't actually go through these things, and racism mm. no longer exists, and the UK is innocent. The UK was never racist, you know. And mm. she doesn't care. She says what she has to say and she mm. says it well. And that's yeah. why I, I, she's very inspirational. And it's the fact that not many people are educated about her. Yeah. That is another problem. Like, think about she all was the young the first girls. black politician, wasn't she? I think first black woman politician. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I think there were a few, like two or three men before her. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah, like she's just, she's a queen. If Diane, if you ever listen to this podcast, I doubt you. But like, if you ever do, just know that I heart you, and I'm gonna be you, and I'm we gonna love, be you. We do. If you ever went for prime minister, we would vote for you. Of course, one hundred percent. Um, for me, it's actress and director Michaela Cole. Oh my god, I love her. I really? Love her. What, I... what things has she? Um, oh my god, Tula, don't tell me you don't know who Michaela Cole is. No, but I don't know people's names. You know oh, that about you, me. Have she you told seen, me what um, she's in. Have you seen I May Destroy You and Chewing Gum? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do know. See, yeah. that's it. I don't know her name, but I, I, I know what she looks like. Well, yeah. now you do. I just, she's I funny. Love she work. is so funny. Yeah, she's hilarious. 
I just I love all the work she does and continues to do, especially since like like the film industry doesn't grant black people the same amount of opportunities and respect as their white counterparts. And I just love how she still continues to write like, you know, like important stories and still continues mm-hmm. to write whatever she wants. You know what I mean? And it's finally getting recognition for it. Like finally. Yeah, after how how long? Like she's been in so many things. And she's I like but she's really like she's a really good actress. She's so talented and good writer. She's very like I like I like how she, she's very expressive. She mm. knows like she she knows the good balance between you know being serious and being funny. Yeah, like, I like I like when actors can switch <laughs> and they know and they know like when to be serious and yeah. when to like um like talk about serious topics, but then also when to make you laugh mm. about even about serious topics. And that's what Literally. she does. She's really good at what she does. Yeah, and everything she says is like is so wise and inspiring like when i listen to her acceptance speeches i'm like damn girl you brought tears to my eye like she just just says facts yeah like the way she just speaks the things she just says like i just love that woman so much like you can just tell she's one of us like she's just so relatable she's just so like it's it's just realistic like Mm. it's someone who you can look up to and you can like and it's like a realistic expectation of what you could be if you worked hard do you know Honestly, what I mean? It's not like yeah. like some you know them some black um people who get famous or whatever, like they say you should look up to them, but it's so hard to because yeah. it's like they've gone from nothing to everything in such a short amount of time. Mm. So it's 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 hard to like you feel like you, you know, can't relate do the same. to that. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a hard um like thing to get at. But with her, she's realistic. Like she mm. she she worked hard, she she has still has more to go yeah like it's not she's not at the top of her game yet but she has so much more to do which is so good and it's so realistic for young black girls to have like someone to look up to that isn't Beyonce (laughs) yeah because a life like Beyonce is very unrealistic Mm. especially because black people especially black women were always like held to such a higher standard Mm -hmm. it's true like black women have such high expectations Mm. that they have to meet always and it's so hard and then, all the time and it's just so hard yeah and then when they when they're compared to people like Beyonce yeah. and like like stuff like that is so hard mm. because like it's how such am an I unrealistic like yeah it's such an unrealistic thing that can happen like mm. she obviously what a millionaire billionaire like that stuff and do you know what that whole Destiny's Child thing we all know she was the only famous one because she was the light skin but I think ah. that's a that's a um I honestly I thought it also had another day. Yeah, but like I think I even I think I read somewhere that like he knew she'd be the most famous one because she was like lighter and like prettier and stuff. Like he knew that. That's why he didn't take Michelle and the other one on board. Like he just knew Beyonce is gonna be is gonna be the one. Mm, And everyone kinda knew that only because they everyone thought she was prettier because obviously everyone always assumes that because she's lighter and she has long hair and all that mm. bullshit that she's prettier be- than dark-skinned women damn that is but a conversation again, for another day that is a conversation for another day because Ooh. that is something i can also talk a lot about <laughs> literally um thank you guys for listening to this episode i appreciate it thank you to lula for coming on here and talking about this with thank me. you for having me ah! thank you for letting me chat shit for like three hours no this was fun i loved it yeah Mm -hmm. well guys you know even though black history is over support black people support black authors organizations etc all year round and say no to diversity month
Diversity Month is a scam. It's a scam. We don't want it. Let's keep it Black History Month. Per. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. I'm Megan Dibby and this has been Class in Session. If you like this episode and want to hear more from me, subscribe and tune in every Friday. For now, take care. <laughs>